This is the Get Up Podcast. Mike, check one, two, one, two, one, three, four, five, and six. We got the brothers here. I got S Dot in the studio. Yo, what's good? We got Fair of Court on, of course, if I can speak, on the Aux Cord. Yo, it's Pharaoh. What's good? Awesome, man. So we are actually back here at the Get Up Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks um, that we actually have been gone. Um, it's just been vacations at end of time of August that's been going on, right, Estat? Yeah, yeah. We just out here uh, playing golf, going to games, <laughs> and yeah. uh, recording podcasts. That's what we do. <laughs> and then, Fair, what have you been up to, brother? Uh, you know, just working this new job. I'm in this management and training program right now. Amen. Um, outside of that, you know, just, you know, trying to get this Providence life popping. S dot is uh, S dot's about to come up too, man. He about to chick ching. Yeah, I'm money, trying to get money, in on this money, come money. up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you oh, keep... you heard back from that job, the one you were waiting for? Yeah, yeah, finally, finally. So we're looking to start that real soon. So I'm happy about that nice finally. Congrats, <laughs> always always a good thing. A year's worth of hard work pays off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's always a step up. Make sure, of course, our listeners, hopefully in your careers, that you're able to at least try and, you know, make that step up, that that uh lateral move. You don't want to make that is it not not a lateral move. <laughs> a horizontal that, move, I guess. You know, yeah, you don't yeah. Vertical move. Lateral, you want to make, make a vertical, vertical move, move not, a, not a, a horizontal. Lateral. Not a horizontal or lateral move. So make sure that you're continuing But I mean, hey, I mean sometimes in your profession you may not be where you want to be and things of that nature. You know? <laughs> um I actually um so just to our listeners, yes, we have been off uh for a little bit. Uh as I was saying earlier, uh, not too long ago, it was for the most part just because of um, vacations. Um, you know, people are trying to explore the world. We had our CEO of PVA Studios, Ty. Um, he, you know, just went on vacation, you know, and then how the holidays fell and so forth. We just said, you know what, let's just take a couple of weeks off. Let's regroup and then we'll come back fresh. And it's September, y'all. Like, I'm trying to wrap my mind that I swear June just started last week. Like, I swear I was just saying it's the summer. <laughs> the year's flying by, bro. Oh, my goodness. And do you, uh, Pharaoh, do you agree that, like, when we were younger, if you remember, of course, but did the days and the months and so forth seem longer to you? And most likely it's just because of, like, responsibilities, most likely adulthood. But did you feel like, at that time when you were younger, you were in your teens, high school, whatever, you know, that the days went longer or, you know, or months or whatever the case is. Or do you see like it's kind of like the still the same thing? Do you feel like it's still the same sort of like? Honestly, honestly, it depends on the seat, like the year. Like, I feel like last year took forever to end. <laughs> like, I feel like last year lasted eight years. Like, this year is going by fast. But, like, I think it just depends on the year. Some summers seem long. Some summers seem short. 
But like, nah, I don't know. I don't want to say so much younger because I feel like when even when I was younger, there were some summers I was having math fun that just blinked by, and there were some summers I wasn't really doing much. And I was like, oh, these summers are going on forever. Mm. So it really just varies per season and per year. Esther, what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that um, like this summer we had like this weird air conditioning unit that wasn't cooling down our apartment, so Damn. like the summer was seeming extra long <laughs> every day. It was just like it's hot, hot bitch, and you know it's hot. People's complaining. So, uh, I know you just trying. What to happens get, when you live yeah, in an apartment yeah, building in the city? Yeah, like, yeah. So, <laughs> I was I was kind of happy to get the fall. I'm like, hey, I like these sixties and seventy degree days. This is what. So what I'm trying to do right now. S dot um S dot and I actually went to the Giants game earlier today, the season opener. I know that there's a little we had a, a conversation about either being fake woke or whatever in regards to NFL, and we we're going to talk about. Actually, let's just get into. Can we get into Colin yeah, Kaepernick we can just right start now? With that. Let's just because it's the most recent the, uh, that this just happened this past week. Um, Pharaoh, um, what were the slaves? <laughs> <laughs> Well-paid slaves. Well-paid slaves. <laughs> Hashtag fake woke. Hashtag fake woke. What do you think about this Colin Kaepernick thing with these uh, these white people burning their their old uh, grandpa's um, uh, socks and, and shoes and, and shit? What do you honestly, think about this? Honestly, it reminds me of like the NW80 movie where you're like, well, they paid for it. They can do whatever the fuck they want with it. That's very true. So I kind of feel like that's how Nike feels. Plus, I saw something where like Nike's online sales have jumped 31%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't really think Nike cares. That's um, I actually mm-hmm. saw a thing on Instagram um, where somebody uh, DM'd uh, Nike and said, uh, because you're because you uh because you guys are uh representing and supporting you know colin kaepernick but they said kp you know or cp i mean um because you're you're representing cp i will no longer do business with you i'm not going to cut or burn anything but i'm not no longer gonna do business with you and nike responded it's so sad to see you leave and they had uh, a, a crying emoji but then said that sarcasm we refuse to uh stand um uh, we we actually want to stand up against bigots so exactly we <laughs> We want to stand up against bigots and and even if and even if we have to go broke we will we will do so i don't i don't trust those those uh, it could be a fake one too that's very true uh, you fake gotta go news. you gotta go on the nike account and see <laughs> see if it's true. still there somebody could have tried to bamboozle me too and i could have fallen for it it's not that hard to photoshop a little check mark next to that nike that's, and that's then <laughs> you know put something but um especially in this day and age i like the fact that they put them up there i mean Huge nike thing. nike is always kind of known for putting these controversial um you know art not artists um athletes up. Uh, um, after a lot of people have dumped them. So yeah. when you looked at like, and not to say these things are equivalent, but if you look at like Tiger Woods and you look at Kobe Bryant, um, you know, like when they were, were down, Nike kept them on the payroll. And then when they came up, now Nike got their, you know, but Nike, Nike got their knows endorsement. that everybody, like this, just as, as we said, um, and, and help me remi- uh, remember, I know it was kind of something along the lines of um, uh, fashion or the, uh, fashion f- uh, follows the culture or whatever the case may be. Um, more or less along the lines of people are going to follow LeBron James. They're going to follow all of these artists and so forth that are sponsored by Nike. So they do know that because they're like people, some people, and we know the some people, we know who the quote unquote some are that aren't um, supporting Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. Kaepernick in this. But 
people are going to follow the 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 cultural trends and the cultural trends right now are hip-hop and uh and lebron james athletes such as that such as that nature would you agree esta um i you know i hate to quote um andrew breitbart but um <laughs> it's kind of that idea like um politics is downstream from culture thank you um, that's what, yeah yeah the the cultural centers of the u.s are you know new york los angeles, los angeles miami it's it's not um you know podunk um kansas it's not north Dakota where, or south yeah, Dakota. where they're burning the shoes so like you know they can be mad as they want but these are places where they they love people like kaepernick who are kneeling even if they don't particularly watch football yeah they know who kaepernick is um they're gonna you know follow people like kobe they're gonna fire a tiger so they're they we they are the trendsetters and that's where the culture is going to go that's why their share you know their their sales went up 30 percent instead of going down because we are the people who buy the shoes we are the people who they want to copy and granted it's not to the best interest of us as black people that we i mean apparently uh jewish uh certain jewish people um you know in the finance realm i think they call they say they call black people like shoes or whatever the case is because we are the most uh we, we dish out the most money uh in regards to um uh what is it like merchandise apparel. and apparel and so forth uh fair would you, would you agree on that or have you heard about that Heard about what? About the fact that um, us as black people, especially African Americans in this country, uh, are seen as uh, you know our, our money. We, we they say like you can give a black person like thirty dollars and they'll end up spending thirty one dollars uh, on on merchandise and things of that nature. I mean, I've heard the stereotype, but I mean, I'm not sure about its validity as an actual yeah, fact. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Because, and and that, I'm glad that you actually said that because it is more or less just a stereotype. I mean, Americans that's, that's don't being... save in general. Gotcha. Like, like our saving is going down to zero as Americans. So it's not like a black thing. It's a black thing. It's a white thing. It's a Latino thing. It's, it's a Jewish thing. It's a yeah. Catholic thing. It's a Protestant thing. Yeah. They just try to kind of blame it on us because, um, you know, they're buying the, you know, since, we, since we're on the posters and since they're, you know, following our trends, yeah. they have to kind of criticize us because we buy the shoes of the other black That's player. That's a good way of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, it. it's, kind of, it's kind of like trying to do, I don't want to say they're trying to disempower you, but they're trying to I think they are say, also disempowering. Yeah. They're just trying to say, like, you're wrong for everything that you do, even if they do it also like we got to be twice as good right it's like respectability politics you know like we got to save up all our money so that when you guys come and steal it all we can just have no more money exactly you know what i'm saying like exactly like black people wouldn't spend as much money as shoes if we could buy houses but since you won't let us buy the houses we have to buy we we, buy buy shoes you know what i'm saying like stuff like that so interesting interesting um so i mean uh, that that of course has happened and then just kind of speaking about athletes did y'all hear and see what happened at the u.s open with serena <sighs> yeah, that was sad. That shit was really crazy. I mean, so um to our listeners, uh she faced um Naomi uh Osaka Asaku um in the US Open. Uh and I'm not too sure exactly the age of uh Naomi Osaku, but I I know she is of Haitian um and Japanese descent. and Japanese descent. Um and so this was, you know, a, a great, you know, definitely a great match. Uh most people, of course, are going to go to the U.S. Open to see Serena. She's the biggest headliner on that. Um, and this past weekend, uh, the judge gave her three penalties. Uh, one, I, I actually read in and know that the judge gave her a penalty for offside coaching uh, and 
there was no offside coaching. Apparently, her coach gave her a thumbs up, and the, and they uh, they told they told um, and said that that was offside coaching, but it's not. And apparently, there is video, and I actually had that up on uh, on Instagram. Um, Estat, see if you can bring that that um, that uh, IG up about um, about Serena as we're talking about when she's talking to and speaking to the um, the ref. But um, so she goes to the ref, and she's like, "I'm definitely not. Uh, I'm definitely not." cheating i would never cheat and um you know and i have a daughter and and i teach her better than that Farrell, did you hear about uh about what happened at the u.s open with serena guess not Uh what'd you say did you did you you, (laughs) (laughs) sorry about that um did you see did you hear uh what happened uh with serena oh with serena Williams. yeah Yeah, i mean i don't know the specific i just saw her cussing out a ref and i saw earlier and then she got hit with like a big ass fine. Oh but shit! She got hit with a fine even, also. Apparently, she lost the match that everyone was talking about, just like Japanese and Haitian chick. Yeah, we just yeah. Naomi was talking. Uh, but that's yeah. it. I didn't really, I didn't really look too like. Did you find that as yeah, I think I got the clip. See if you can play it real quick to our listeners. Just listen, listen to Serena go off right now. You heard her at the end. She said, you will never do another one of my games. And and Esther and I were actually speaking of this earlier today. She has the power to do that. Just like, just like, I mean, unfortunately, like Colin Kaepernick, he does actually have, you know, a, a, a decent sort of like notoriety standing right now. But LeBron James, uh, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, like they actually have the power to say, you're not going to like, you know, ref any of my matches. And I would actually and I would be surprised that I, we don't hear anything further about this judge that that uh, or referee, not judge, but this referee. Yeah, this seems like lately they've been trying to really ad- kick her. Yeah, yeah, down. for some reason, and I don't particularly understand understand why she's the biggest draw for that sport. She's, and I think that like what they're gonna see is kind of what happened with Tiger Woods, where they thought that after Tiger Woods went down, they could deal without him, nope. and then when they when he left the sport sales went down viewership went down people mm. weren't as interested mm. and they're going to see that if they try to chase this woman out the sport to put some you know some some other person right. up so there most likely white person yeah yeah trying to get you know whatever but it's you're not going to get the same draw because she is the biggest name in that sport yes um so it's it's i thought the thing that was also sad too was that you know she was playing this young um half japanese half haitian Haitian, woman and it should have been a moment that was celebrated in our society where you have these two black women um playing for the u.s open in tennis and you know um Naomi won, and it should have been like a grand moment for her, you know. Like Huge, she probably yeah. grew up idolizing Serena Williams, yeah. and you know, to be able to win the U.S. Open by defeating her should have been the grandest moment. But at the end of that match, everybody was booing the ref. Yeah. So like, she goes up there to accept a medal, and it's just to a chorus of boos. Yeah. And Serena has to go up there she and kind of be like, in. you know, step in and be like, look, you know, let's celebrate, you know, um, Naomi. So yeah. it's like it's a sad moment that it had to go down that way. Because it really didn't have to if the ref was just not being a, you a know, jerk. A and jerk. Um, so just in regards to the fines, but before the uh, actually, I'm going to say the fines first, and then we're going to talk about the, uh, the referee in a little bit. But 
um, and just things about Serena in general. But um, according to TMZ, I'm not too sure how credible that is, but it could be. Um, apparently, Serena Williams is going to be facing $17,000 in fines for three separate code violations. Um, apparently, it's $4,000 for coaching violation, quote unquote, $3,000 for smashing her racket, which apparently men are allowed to do in their in, in the and uh, men's tennis and don't get fined. And I know Serena had an issue with that, and she mentioned that. And then ten thousand dollars for verbal abuse. Toward, like, I'm sorry, but like this this amount of money, like, is this needed for a violation? Four thousand, three thousand, ten. Granted, yes, Serena can afford it, but just like in football and basketball and stuff, like when they get fined this much money, where is this shit going? Like, where is this? Like, Pharaoh, do you know, like, or have you heard, like, where this, like, this money may go, where these, where these players are getting fined? I mean, to me, it's a lot. We know that I to these players. I have no idea. Yeah. It goes into the general fund or back to master for you acting up. <laughs> Damn, it's just, it's just, and I mean, and then just to, you know, kind of, um, you know, piggybacking, especially on what, like, this referee seems like he's, uh, you know, uh, kicking Serena, you know, um, not even while she's down, but um, the U.S. Open also said uh, that Serena couldn't play in that, um, in that suit. Uh, that Nike basically customized for because she had blood clots and so forth. Uh, Esta, did you hear about that? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I was Serena, I would just say no. Yeah. Like, what are, what are they going to do? Stop her from playing? Okay. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's another thing. She'll get a Nike commercial. That's very true. They'll pay her three times as much as a U.S. Open championship. I like, mean, that's what we said with these NFL players, honestly. If you really want to, and that's why, I mean, I, we kind of brought up earlier, I mentioned, you know, the football and so forth, but, you know, especially for us, for not even for us, but especially for the players, if you really want to make a stand and to make like a really big stand, I bet you, you didn't have to get these big name players not to play. And I think that would have made a huge fucking, yeah. uh, a, a huge statement right then and there. You know, see if uh, Pliskova is is the same draw as uh, <laughs> Sevastova on the on the screen. Let's exactly. see, let's see how many people is tuning in. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. Let's yeah. let's, let's see. Let's for real. Like I, I bet you within a year they'd be like, "Aye, aye, Serena, we sorry. We're, um, we're, we're so <laughs> we apologize. Please come back to the sport." But I'm telling you, if she wanted to make her own damn U.S. Open or whatever the case is, she definitely could. And I know that would draw most attention if that actually was uh you know which, which was the case. So I. I mean, we definitely do. Um, we always stand behind Serena, uh, and especially uh, with Colin Kaepernick. Um, first and foremost, though, uh, I do want to say rest in peace before I forget to Mac Miller, man. Uh, Pharaoh, did you hear about this? Mac Miller um, actually. I don't passed- even know who that is. No, uh, the rapper. <laughs> oh, like someone, someone, <laughs> someone said, someone. Let me tell you how the conversation went. Let's tell us. Someone, tell us. Like, someone was like. Mac Miller died. I'm like, I don't know who that is. But did you hear about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj fighting? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> One rap- Mac Miller. It's like, who is this guy? Well, that, and that's another thing I was telling Dot that apparently Mac Miller dropped his album the same day as Travis Scott dropped his album. And nobody... Of course, I, and I'm definitely one of those that are guilty. I didn't even know about it because, you know, Travis Scott dropped his album, Nicki Minaj dropped her album, and it's just... Mac Miller, unfortunately, Mac Miller, unfortunately, got overshadowed. But um, to our listeners, and of course, we want to say rest in peace uh, to Mac Miller uh, first and foremost. And um, let's, you know, we we were gone while this happened. Um, 
and actually, I didn't finish my statement and all of, the, of Mac Miller. But rest in peace to Mac Miller. Unfortunately, he did pass away on Thursday, this past Thursday or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of uh, of an apparent overdose. Um, apparently, Mac Miller has never um, been shy about um, you know uh, speaking of his. Um, you know, uh, demons, so to speak. And, uh, you know, all, every one of us has them on um, just, unfortunately, um, you know, drugs were involved, uh, and, um, and, you know, and they took him, you know? So, I mean, and he was young too, 26, like that's ridiculously young. So, um, rest in peace to him, but, um, and, and not, but, but, um, and also rest in peace to John McCain. Uh, he passed away while we were gone also. Yeah. Um, and he passed, and then Aretha Franklin, and so it's just so interesting. I have actually been seeing. It seems like there's so many people, unfortunately, that are just passing away uh, within you know days or weeks or so forth of each other. Like Aretha Franklin, oh my goodness, the the we want to call her like the godmother of soul music. Well, she was you the know, queen like of soul. the queen of soul. Like that was her official moniker. You know, the queen um, of soul. She had a hundred pink or purple Cadillacs. <laughs> Um, you know, out th- I'm like a hundred purple, but, and, and also her, uh, uh, her, what was it? Went like three days. Uh, was it like her, like the wake or whatever the case may have been? It was a ceremony? long. It was something crazy. Sick, like, it was like nine hours or whatever the case is. But I mean, it's it, she deserves it. You know, I I do agree she deserves it. Granted, yes, it's very long. Could I have been up there? You saw the pictures on Instagram about like Bill Clinton s dot uh, <laughs> with him sitting back there, and it's been like nine hours and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but hey, she she definitely deserves it. Rest in peace, of course, John McCain. Um. You know, kind of just on the political tip, um, tip there. Um, kind of want to go into this Trump train wreck. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, After everything's that, a Trump train wreck. Everything is Trump every train day. wreck. Every day. So recently, and you know, as we were gone, um, Michael Cohen. Actually, let's say let's first say this in like chronological order, right? So Manafort, um, is not found guilty, but his trial goes through. And, and, and no, he's found guilty. He's found guilty. Yes, found sorry. Guilty. So yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and the same afternoon that Michael Cohen, no, Paul Manafort was found guilty. Michael Cohen then uh, pleads guilty. Yeah. <laughs> pleads guilty. Um, and this was the end of August, like August twenty seventh or so forth. But he, in the same afternoon, a few hours apart, they both are found guilty of. Um, uh, it was of of tax of tax uh, tax fraud. Well, Manafort was a, a couple of different financial crimes. Several and several. Um, Cohen was campaign finance violations. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, Cohen um, did us the great favor of <laughs> naming Trump yes. unprovoked, unasked. Didn't need to do it. Said Trump told me. Mm to do it mm. trump guided me and breaking the law <laughs> and breaking the law he is now co-conspirator Un- unindicted, unindicted co-conspirator a president donald trump a president I don't, I don't know if he's president he's unindicted co-conspirator though that's what i know <laughs> <laughs> petty boots petty boots. I, I just know that i didn't know official court documents that's what his name is i don't know anything else about him i don't know what else he's doing <laughs> I just know that's what he's officially so, titled. So the so dotard, and I hate to call him the president. But uh, you can call him unindicted co-conspirator <laughs> to a crime, to a felony. Yes. And so, 
he's the unindicted co-conspirator of uh, of of many um, you know campaign finance violations and so forth. And then that same like for his rebuttal or his I don't even know what we want to call it, but he then says, "Yeah, no, I knew about the payments afterwards, but has been recorded and and um, seen." On live television saying, no, I didn't know about those payments. Oh, and then I knew about Stormy Daniels. So at this point in time, and um, Obama, um, the, the, great, the great guy that he is, but Obama even said in his speech, did you guys see that uh, at, at the Illinois? Um, or I read about it. I didn't, I didn't hear the whole speech. Oh, Obama came out of hiding. Yes, he came out of hiding. And he, and, and he, he definitely. But you know I'm not feeling Obama. You know that, right? Why are you not feeling Obama? I told you, for us to have a black president and for him to leave a slave trade in Libya defeats the whole legacy of black people. It's an irony we can't erase. Mm. Mm. For him to do what? He said for um for him to um uh, hold on, Pharaoh, say that again. And I and I and I actually heard it, which is interesting. But I want to see what it I is. said. The fact that the first black president left us a slave trade in an African country is unforgivable. Mm. Libya is that? Has that? We have to. We have to look into that. I I didn't hear about that. And I'm not saying we reported on it. What are you talking about? It. We reported on it. We talked about it. Shit. Well, you know, Libya is just such a messed up country at this move point. that mic that move that mic oh sorry we uh. messed it up we we fucked it up we intervened like we did in all the other places and popped the cap i mean we could have not intervened and it still be messed up i don't understand there was already a civil war there and we took a side uh what do you mean we messed it up pharaoh he was just talking. Uh, we mean we intervene. We're the reason why the rebels won. The rebels won the one without the U.S. help. Yeah, but the, the he had a clear advantage until the American intervened and leveled the playing field, turning the side over to the rebels, or else he would have won the civil war. Gaddafi would have won his civil war, and we wouldn't be having the problem we're having in Libya right now. We have the problem we have in Libya right now because there's no central government in Libya anymore. Mm. So it's pretty much a radical wasteland where they're selling black people who are trying to migrate to Europe as slaves. That is the fault of Obama listening to stupid-ass Hillary and getting involved in Libya. Mm. The same stupid intervention that Bush did the very next president after him did again. That's three major interventions back to back. All right, we're not, we're not here. We're not here to land bash <laughs> Obama right now. Okay, I would just right? also okay. I would just also say that the reason he got involved there was because Muammar Gaddafi was going to go and murder an entire city. He was going to kill everybody in the city. So I mean, I, I uh, think it's a false you, yeah, choice. That same city is now an ISIS haven. Okay, well, you have to make specific choices, but I mean, if he allowed the whole city to get murdered, I, I don't know if that's a better choice. Would you be like, okay, great, uh, he killed the whole city, okay, and now okay, there's still so a safe trade? But the one I'm trying to tell you is, you didn't save shit. That city you think you saved eventually became an ISIS stronghold. The women were raped, split up, they moved in, took over, and now they're selling but, black people. But Estad is saying so that would have happened already. Shit. No, no, no. What Estad is saying is that. 
if we lost the city, he's saying, oh, we you saved killed the city. Every, no, you, you killed didn't everybody. save the city. You just delayed the city getting taken over by somebody else. And in trying to save the city, you lost an entire nation. You don't save one city and lose a nation and call it good policy. So what what do you think? I mean, we can't we can't really like say what would mind your fucking well, business. Well, That's what I think we so should do. What would you have th- What would you have thought it when when Gaddafi went in there and killed the entire the entire village? Like what would have happened? Like that's what I'm saying. Like from what I'm hearing from Estat is basically Estat saying that two negatives are happened. Right. So it's either you have it's either President Obama attempt to do something. Hopefully, you know changing i'm not to try i don't know his intentions uh or their intentions but it's it's either you know attempt to do that and yes it's an isis haven right now or have them kill everybody and rape all the women and split them up again like that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say like ask you like what do you think would have happened if he if he let everybody get killed like what would have happened in your opinion right now you just think it would have been a better it would have been a better situation i just don't understand that Pharaoh, uh, look, you don't, you don't, you don't say. Look, you're basically saying you lost, you you chose to save a city, and you lost an entire nation, and you're trying to still justify that as good policy. All right, Estad is saying, "Oh, we saved this city that Gaddafi wanted to wipe out." Okay, and then a couple months later. After you kill Gaddafi, new fucking rebels came in and fucked the city up. And now the whole nation, not just that one city, all the cities in the nation are gone. So you didn't save shit. You made another mistake. You people keep thinking you can intervene in these countries like America has the golden choice who should rule over these people. These dictators have been keeping under wraps these extremists. And now you've popped the cap on extremists and you've lost the whole Middle East. You popped the cap on Gaddafi and you've lost Libya. When did we learn? So, Pharaoh, so your your basic statement is that under a dictator who was willing to murder whole cities of people, the Libyan people were better than not having him around. That's that's I'm your basic saying statement. we've learned I'm saying we've learned that every time we kill a dictator, we created a way even worse situation for that nation and those people than the dictator created for them. So let him that's so let the him ultimate kill, lesson. So let him kill all villages. So let him, let mass, him murder mass murder these villages. Free because the mass murdered people are make better your off. Choices better wisely. You can't save everybody. You can't just think, oh, this guy's wiping out a village. We gotta take him out and then leave. That's what you did in Afghanistan. That's what you did in Iraq. And that's what you did in Libya. It doesn't work. You've created a far worse problem for the world than we had when we had those strong-arm dictators that killed one or two cities every eight, nine years. Now we have refugees being raped and killed in mass numbers. You're losing more people than you were losing before. I don't understand why you can't see the numbers. You're, you're not saving shit. You're trying to save four people, but you wind up getting a millions of people killed. Yeah, but millions no. of people are going to be killed you still, anyway. You still lose the four people you tried to save. No, so you didn't four, save anybody. No, don't say four people. Yeah. Bro, don't say four Let's people. Not, <laughs> say you're going to kill Villages. hundreds of thousands of people Villages. in order to... 
other hundreds of thousands of people to get killed. Like I don't. Okay, a hundred, a hundred to a million. You're still wasting lives. But there's not you're a million people being slaved a in the slave trade. People what are you to save a hundred people? You like that doesn't make like sense. This, my only thing is that I, I, and I understand, and that's the thing, Fair. I do, I understand for the most part where you're coming from, right? But this decision is never that easy. Like. In my, right, now, right now, right now, right now, it's almost as if so. We're saying that have Obama not do anything, right? Have at this no, time, and granted, and granted, that's this, not what I'm hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If Bush had killed Osama, Osama uh, Hussein, if we had killed Hussein and then built a great country there afterwards, then I was like, oh, I could see why Obama went into Libya because we had success doing that. But you watched us do this twice and then did it a third time do you not understand how that from a mis making a same decision and respecting the same a different result is not like no, and insanity that's what I'm for our nation. And that's like what that's I what i'm trying you. to tell you I like i'm trying to tell you obama who was supposed to be our intellectual went into a country toppled the guy at the top and created a far worse situation than the eccentric leader you had at the top no, the don't call him eccentric. He was a now. mass murderer. Stop. And then also, also, so let's take no. So, so you have those two examples. You're correct. But then you have Bosnia, you have Kosovo, and you have Rwanda. Three places, two places where we went into and stopped mass murder, and they have a fine country. And one place where we didn't go in, and there was a genocide. So it's a much more complex picture than you're creating it's here. Hard, I, I don't think that he it's is perfect, that and I don't think that he made the yeah. exact correct decision in that place. I just think you're making it a lot more simple than it actually what it really actually is. is exactly and that's just my that's my yeah. concern like i don't think it was the best decision to to do what he did in libya he should either went full bore in there or just stopped but i don't think it's as a black and white decision as just let him murder people and then be okay because then there's potentially not a slave trade even though there, there are a lot of consequences that led to that other than libya becoming what it is mm. it's a very unstable place so really all the people who are trying to leave west africa and africa are going to go somewhere and that's where that slave paper would have took place so i don't know if him going into libya specifically caused it it just caused it to happen in that place but you know anyways and that's the thing that we it's already wow. happened things have passed wow. president obama president president wow. obama is not president obama that is, is not a it. real that is that is like but oh guys come on we're How saying we're saying see, the same thing to you you're right now. doing the exact <laughs> same thing trump supporters do for trump you're completely Whoa. ignoring all don't, the facts don't compare me Just to no trump supporter <laughs> don't compare me to no team. trump supporter no no it's the same philosophy i have given you raw facts there but we gave no you raw numbers. facts too okay no no, Farrell's going off the hinges right the now. Four fucking lives that you wanted to save. Four. Can we stop saying this? Stop simplifying it like it's village. that easy. Four <laughs> villages, three villages. You this. lost a nation. Let's do this. Let's do this. So your your basic thing is that you shouldn't go into other countries to get rid of dictators because therefore the country falls apart. So Rwanda, I'm millions of people. 
hundreds of thousand people worse. per day. Would you not, not go in? Fair would you not go in? Listen to this. Rwanda, yeah. would you not go in? Listen to this, please, because it don't sound like you listening all the way. Listen That's to a this. different situation. How is it a different situation? Rwanda you have a dictator who's willing to murder tons Rwanda of people. Rwanda wasn't some dictator who had been ruling for years. Rwanda was a, a tribal, a tribal uh, cultural thing that blew up as the West moved out of the region. There was no pre-established, long-running situation going there. There's no pre-established government? That's a different situation. That same government you're had been there about, since the 1960s. You're talking about random groups of militants who banded together after fucking colonial people were moving out. Random Women groups of militants? Security for, <laughs> bro, this is not like a government on government shit. The West was moving out, creating a power vacuum there before these were established stronghold governments. Farrell, the there was a established government there since the 1960s of one specific group. And at that point, yes. they decided and to kill. As, and, and it wasn't yes. the Western government. Yes. It was the and same government that decided group, to kill all those people. One group, yes. And as the white people moved out, they put one group over another group, and that other group didn't like it. That's different. This is not that. You're talking about the leader of a fucking nation. You took him out and took sides in the Civil War, and you didn't win shit. There is no one in the Pentagon who could, they could go back in time, would advise the president to take out Gaddafi. No one knowing what they know now would say that. They were like, don't do it. I've seen the future. It's the worst idea ever, bro. Trust yeah. me. Hindsight is That's twenty twenty. Like, like, you guys are still arguing for this idea that we now militarily know was a horrible idea. I'm just I mean, saying, hindsight is twenty twenty. If you want to blame him for that decision, then you can blame the West for not going into Rwanda because they didn't know that ahead of time that there was going to be a mass genocide. But in the moment, you never know. You make the, the best decision at the time and, that's going to that you feel is going, and you never know. These things are not that easy, right? If anybody could just be president and make these fucking uh, decisions, these crazy decisions, that it's like as Pharaoh says, kill four people. Or kill or hundreds at, of thousands, or hundreds of of thousands. but it's like either genocide it's like how do you, or whatever. How do you, you as a person say, you know what? Let me just sit back, either sit back and let hundreds of thousands of people get killed, or or at least try to do something. Like it's the and, and and that's another thing. We're we're talking about things that has that have taken place already, right? We already see the 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 uh, the result of that. We can't go back and say, oh, let's try and do this and let's do that. Oh, we're we're only going to say that we don't know their intentions and and so forth. Anyways, but just kind of getting back on track in regards to Obama at the University of Illinois, right? <laughs> so he was talking uh, about Trump and basically exactly what has happened. And I'm glad that that um, Obama did come out and actually say something because i think at this point in time everybody has been waiting for him to come out and and say something right because i mean he's but it's big good i mean he's been on his vacations he's been taking his time which is great he needs it we see how much this president the presidency when he when he wasn't president for eight years we see how 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 much that has affected him on the outside right <laughs> he yeah, looks yeah. older <laughs> so he deserves a vacation or 30 right um but he finally had said something uh you know about about trump and especially about the republican party and it's it's astonishing actually to me that the republican party is really um party over everybody else right and i know that we've been speaking of it speaking of the different instances um the different events that have excuse me that have taken place but 
it's just at this point in time with uh, Brett Kavanaugh, because that's actually another thing that's actually going on right now that yeah. he was in his that he was uh he was going through his confirmation hearings and if our listeners may have not been all the way like caught up with it but so they're going through they're going through his confirmation hearings and then Cory Booker uh the um congressman uh of uh New Jersey comes out and is like if you aren't going to release these emails, and apparently there are emails that have been tr- attempted to be censored. He's actually a senator. Senator, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, that. So, um, Cory Booker, the senator of New Jersey, uh, is like, if you're not going to release these emails of Brett Kavanaugh that they've attempted to censor and attempted to say that these are, uh, you know, um, a, a classified information, uh, he was like, if you don't, if you don't release these shits, I'm going to. And then slowly by slowly, we see that the uh, the emails of and he picked out of racial profiling right and it said it the yeah. subject of the email was racial profiling and we see the um, the instances that Brett Kavanaugh has lied under oaths right now under oath and it's like does he get confirmed Farrell what do you think does does Brett Kavanaugh still get confirmed in this particular and and with everything that has been released what do you think <clears throat> Pharaoh. And you may have, we may have lost him. We may have lost him. But Esther, what do you think? No, you didn't lose me. What's didn't up? Lose you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Something's uh, happening around. No, you. So, what do you think about <laughs> about Brett Kavanaugh right now? With everything, of course, that's that's been going on, and Brett, these emails that Brett have been. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh. What did he do again? I forgot. Something so, about emails, right? Yeah. So, ba- ba- Brett Kavanaugh is the is the um the the. John, the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court nominee. The Supreme Court nominee that. Oh, oh that yeah, that dude. Oh, yeah. oh my God. First of all, let me tell you. Before those started, I was talking to her like it's about to be a shit show. I yeah. just didn't know how shit show was gonna be. That shit is- three, oh yeah, three, three full days of shit. Intro shit day. It was just so many protests. Yeah. Uh, that one, that one congressman woman, the black lady, I forget her name. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah, Kamala Harris. She called him up and some shit. She was like, hey, yo, you ever have a meeting with the attorney team that founded Trump's law firm about the president's ability to be indicted? You're like, I don't, you know, remember every meeting I had after having, like, impeccable memory the whole time. So... It was just a show. What can you say? It's been... It, no, it was... It definitely was something else. And, um... I know that they they kept like hammering him on on things, and he just did not do good. He did not do good in this, and especially Republicans did not set him up for uh, for success in this particular in this. But I, but they knew exactly what they were doing. They wanted him to go through because uh, of his stances on abortion, uh, on his stances on um, the the uh, president cannot be indicted. Um, indicted. Well, Republican um, president, Repu- yeah. exactly right. <laughs> um, Democrat. <laughs> But and Obama was like they they and just to kind of like go on like uh, what the Republicans were worried about when he was in was uh, was president. Obama was like they before carried about uh, or carried cared about the deficit. Right. When they were like, oh, we can't do health insurance because it's going to add to the deficit. But look what they have done to the to, to the deficit. And of course, expanding it and expounding upon it like one point three or so trillion dollars so far. So it's like the Republicans, just as Estat just said, they only care at this point in time about what it means for the party. 
right? That's not like, would you agree with that? It's almost as if it's just, it's the president, I mean the president, it's the party and the president, let me add that, the party and the president over everybody. They just care about trolling the libs. That, yeah. That's like the whole, that's like the whole party guideline. They don't have any specific ideology anymore. And everybody, it's kind of like, like a ship going down and everybody's just trying to get what they can get off of the ship before it's too late mm. so you know like conservatives are trying to get their judges through and rich people are trying to get their tax cuts and you know like um you know just like congressmen are trying to stay in office so like everybody's just trying to get their little payday before the ship goes down because they know that this guy is just unstable and untenable as a president. Yeah. And you can see it just all the time as a party, what they are, just rats trying to grab the cheese before the ship goes down. Oh, I like that. And, um, rats trying to grab you, the cheese. You, you see it. You heard every it day. here on the, <laughs> on the get up podcast that the Republicans are rats trying to grab the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never being confirmed as a Supreme Court justice anymore. Like I can say what the fuck I want to say right now. I'm not being, <laughs> I get nominated. It's about to be going down. <laughs> They about to go back in the podcast and be like, "Hold on, so you 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 called us, you called us rats, try to get cheese." Yo, Belby, delete those, delete those three words. You create enemies, see? You create enemies. Oh my goodness! So I mean, it's just a shit show that's actually going on right now. Um, you know, especially with this confirmation, and um, just I don't want to talk too much more about um about Trump, just because it's it's. It's a train wreck and it's a headache. Um, but the books, I just wanted to speak on the books that this man is getting released right now. Or not he's getting released, but <laughs> released because of him, right? So the things that are happening uh, because of him and certain Republicans that are attempting to grab uh, the cheese before the ship goes down, right? Um, but there are certain Republicans at this point in time that are not those particular rats trying to grab the cheese. Do you, did you guys hear, um, and Farrell, did you guys hear, or did you hear, um, Farrell, about the issue that was actually going on uh, with the New York Times op-ed? Did you hear more about that shit? Like, that's, re- that's, that's shocking, you know? Like, we have people in the in the fucking white house republicans who are actually like we are adults and we're trying to uh and we're trying to like curve any dumb shit that fucking the president is trying to do i I would label him i would label that guy more of a a rat trying to get the cheese um i'm gonna talk to about him at the end the new yeah so yeah I'll, i'll talk about that guy at the end all right so uh, I'll, I'll let you guys we'll talk, okay. give, your, give your opinion before so, I have a little. So just my opinion to our to our listeners who may have, um, you know, heard about this New York Times op-ed that like dropped on like late last week, uh, this past week. Um, this New York Times op-ed uh, basically is a source uh, from inside the White House in Trump's cabinet saying that they are there's there's a group of them there's a group of republicans there's a group of staffers in the trump administration that are still there and have decided not to leave because they want to thwart any dumb shit (laughs) that um that that president trump is attempting to do right so um yeah so uh the so this new york times op-ed basically said or you know said that we're still here. We're going to stay here until his presidency ends. And I'm like, that's big. 
that shit is big right there. The fact that they're going to stay there and say, hey, you know what? Like, we're, we're, we're not leaving, and there are people here who are actually trying to undermine the president. What do you think? What, do you, what, what are just the base, like the surface level? I don't want you to get too uh, detailed, S-dot, into, into your response and your thought of it. But what we're, what's the surface level that you think of this? I just want to um, get your opinion. I don't know that that particular article does any good for anybody. Mm. If you already have a paranoid president writing in the New York Times that you have all the right to be paranoid because we are trying to undermine your administration yeah. isn't very helpful to people. Mm. Um, additionally, writing it as an anonymous source isn't very brave. It's more you trying to cover your ass before you get out of the White House to be like, oh, yeah, okay. I was one of those people. Okay. Um, I'll just leave it there. And of course, <laughs> now, now, now the uh, Republicans are like, oh, we need to have... Uh, we need to have them, uh, you know, uh, you know, name themselves and investigated and all that other stuff. And to me, I just feel like when Melania comes out, and I don't even, uh, I don't even. Is it Melania? Who's who's his wife again? Melania. Yeah, the male of the bride. So, well, yeah. So when Melania comes out and attempts to, and I and I believe I saw this, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that she actually had a response to this, saying that like the person who, you know, I don't know if they want to really really call a traitor. I, I bet you they may have, um, but uh, I, I want to say that she try, attempted to come out and say that they that um you know they they needed to uh, come out because they were cowardice if they didn't and so forth. And I'm like. <laughs> We tried to we tried to keep her out of this because she's kind of like an innocent bystander, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's like don't put yourself in this. And like and if and if that was true that I you know in regards to like what I saw and if she and if she did make that statement, I'm like Lee, keep yourself out of this. Like save yourself because you keep making these dumb statements and you want to um, you want to have a uh, an initiative of bullying, but your quote unquote husband is the is the number one co-conspirator or you know of of this of, of bullying right yeah. you are the number one guilty party of of this and you're trying to i just don't understand it but is he also like an illegal immigrant let's you know as i said we're trying to keep her out of this shit i'm just saying i'm like when we we want to talk about investigation let's talk about the (laughs) let's talk about your immigration record let's go look up those records let's talk about your yes right (laughs) let's get to investigating (laughs) but um i was actually speaking of books earlier and um amorosa's book that shit was she she was she she surprised me amorosa surprised me i really thought that she was going to uh get on and like and and go on these and just be i don't know like demonic or whatever kids i just didn't have a good feeling about it but when you go and you saw the way that she handled herself and i'm not saying i'm a fan of amorosa we all know that she had she did in my opinion did not have the black community in uh, in her best interest or in their best interest in regards to the you know decisions or so forth that she attempted to make but the shit that she decided to like, what, even like her being on like Meet the Press and all that stuff. Did you see that, Estot? Uh, you saw her. Yeah, I mean, I, it may be even you know my own um, naivete or like ignorance. I just never heard her really speak or really. That could be. It uh, the only thing I've seen are like little clips where she's like everybody's gonna have to bow down in front of Trump. Yeah, and then you know she got on some of these interviews and she was, um, she was really personable. 
like she came Very. off as likable even as somebody who i don't trust at all or don't like at all yeah i was still like oh like okay yeah like you know this is this is feasible this is possible yeah even though i'm like yeah like but you know and everything else you've done there's there's no reason for me to trust you at all um that's so it's it's just kind of like i i thought that i i could understand why she got to where she was and that she seems like somebody who can really throw on the charm and really is really like a smart individual. Very. She's like very intelligent and she's also Cunning. very um, charismatic and personable. Yes. And I can see her getting in a room with people and you coming out being like, oh, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll give her this job or yeah. I'll put her on the show or I'll, you know, put her in the White House. Like I can see that happening. Mm. So I kind of understood her a little bit more. And, you know, she's. Like you said, she's conniving. She's clever. So she, she records all these tapes because she knows what's going to go on in the White House. She knows what's going to happen. So she records all the tapes, and then when she gets out, and they start lying about her. She starts dropping tapes, and everybody stops lying. Everybody stops like saying. What, exactly. <laughs> everybody the, stops lying. She had tapes. Like she had the. She had facts. She had records. And um, I'm not surprised that Donald Trump said the N word in any way, shape, or form. Right. But the fact that. Um, the two uh, parties involved, I think there are two females um, in, in the administration, attempted to say, oh, no, he didn't say it. And of course, I know we all we all heard uh, Omarosa say that he didn't say it either. But then afterwards, she actually had receipts like, come yep. check for me, boo. Like she the, th- the stuff that she actually put out, it's like, no, he really did because you guys were really trying to cover that shit up. And you saw that all the denials stopped. Yes. They just stopped addressing it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, okay, let's just stop talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know how her book sales even really, really Well, she was went. like number one at one point. Was she really? Yeah, I think she was okay. doing, she she crushed it. No her book lie. did way better than Spicer's. Shit. <laughs> her book did way better than Spicer's. Man, Sean Spicer, just like everybody else who's not in this administration, we forget about you. And I granted, you know, you may have been, you know, been brought into like a private sector job or something like that, but... Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, I have nothing to say about him, anyways. But, um, <laughs> remember when you hid behind the bush? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't talk to me. I don't want anybody to talk to me. He was. That was because that was because he didn't want to talk to the press, too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's trying to <laughs> shit, <laughs> behind dude. the bush. Shit, shit, shit. I'm the Sean um, So what else happened when we were gone? I'm actually just trying to. I'm just trying to kind of go through all of this stuff that we actually. Uh, um, Bob um, Woodward's book came out. That, that's what I'm saying. Like all the books that are coming out are going to be like number one bestsellers because they're the th- um the uh, that's the one that just recently came out um at, towards the end of the week right yeah yeah and apparently he actually had a conversation with Donald Trump and Donald Trump and, and he told he told Donald Trump he was like I'm going to record this right now and so of course he uh he's uh he's uh, I believe Bob Woodward was like you know I attempted to try and get a an interview with you and he was like yeah uh, uh is like yeah you know Kellyanne Conway may have not you know must have not uh you know uh told me about it and all this other stuff but that these are those are receipts right there like I want to say those are as factual or as big as Amorosa's receipts yeah some of the stuff in that book are scary like how he ordered um the military to kill um Bashar al-Assad yes yes um and how they just kind of slow walked it and trained it over to a and a missile strike I think the thing that scared me the most was um when 
I I think it was General Kelly or something, or who was the first chief of staff? Ah, uh, hold on, let me look. That Previous, Previous, Ryan Previous, Ryan Previous, the one who got fired, and he like he, walked out, like you know, and everybody was clapping for him and shit. Yeah, I think uh, they, like one of them didn't want him to sign a specific piece of paper, so they just took it off his desk. Shit and left with it Shit. and then trump didn't think about it didn't think about it at all and it's like as president you should have a little more focus to be like oh where's that big important thing i need to sign to enact my policy they were part of the group they were part of the group that uh, that we were just talking about because those like those people like what i was saying like in regards to the uh, anonymous new york times op-ed that that like that's what they 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 said like ryan's previous doing that and others like doing things that we that they knew were stupid and they're like no we're not gonna do that yeah but we're just gonna like you know say yes 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 in front of his face and then just be like yeah no we're not doing that in the backgrounds but the all rats for the cheese i mean that's very true if they really found this guy to be that incompetent yeah that incompetent there is a government there is a procedure in the constitution that allows you to remove the president that they're, they're trying so to if they that. were yeah. if they were if they were brave enough they would get the cabinet together and they would remove him from office mm. but you know they do that then they know they the don't Republican get re-election do, yeah. in 2020 and they're so scared about not getting yeah. their tax cuts and you know that's as you said they're rats people, trying to get the so cheese before this before the ship sinks right down. so they they keep him in office and this pray that he doesn't send a missile strike that starts world war three please don't do that please, please don't, don't do that, do that yeah, because we don't i won't that. have tax cuts <laughs> you know it's just it's, just, it's it's not as brave as it sounds by by no means shape or form and um what was that? i just had, i just actually was thinking about something in regards to trump um but you know what we just know that trump is is always going to be like new news you know and it's, <laughs> it's always going to come out um and we're going to see he's just exactly. going to always be fucking shit up <laughs> i mean i mean that that too um I mean, I know I haven't heard too much more about, um, you know, Omarosa since this time. And I wanted, I do want to read that book, uh, that Bob Woodward book. Um, Pharaoh, did you hear about that? I didn't know if you, if you heard anything more about it, if you, if you had any details. About Omarosa? No, the, uh, Bob, the Bob Woodward, uh, apparently he just dropped that. I can't, I can't remember the fucking I haven't title. heard. He just dropped the book. So I'm expecting people to start really talking about the intimate details. But basically it just says the same thing as Omarosa's book. Trump's unhinged. Like it's the same narrative, just from a different point of view. <laughs> yeah, with more details. <laughs> That's why I said like he he has receipts. Like Amarosa have receipts. He has like receipts. Like <laughs> that shit is something else. Um, but besides that, I kind of want to go on like a lighter note, and we can talk about Elon Musk smoking some weed. Pharaoh, <laughs> 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 did you hear about that fucking um, <laughs> uh, Elon Musk smoking weed on? Um, oh, I just had his name in my head. Uh, Seth Rogen. Seth, uh, no, no, not, not Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. What is it? what his name is Rogen. Damn, Pharaoh, did you hear about that? Josh Rogen. No, I didn't hear Joe about that. Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yes. I was gonna get it. Yeah, Joe <laughs> Rogan. Um, so Elon Musk uh, uh, apparently smoked. Um, you know, a joint, <laughs> smoking the 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 uh, the spice of life. Um on joe rogan's show and, and it was videotaped it was being video recorded uh and as soon as uh people got wind of it the stocks of like tesla and so forth just like dropped like plummeted and apparently they were saying that um uh that the board uh is is neg- negligible uh in this uh i don't know if you want to call elon musk going unhinged 
you know, for lack of a better term. Like, I don't... Pharaoh, do you think that, that he's going unhinged? Do you think that he's kind of going off, like, the deep end? He like, was unhinged from the beginning. Like, when was he ever on the hinge? Like, come on, stop. So he's always... So so Elon Musk has always kind of been, like, this radical... Uh, oh, Elon Musk. Oh, no, I think he's just... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Trump. Yeah, I can't Elon Musk Trump is bringing down his stock so he can buy it out and take his company back... Um, private he's oh, doing shit? this all on purpose oh shit so you, you have some you have some inside news huh some in, uh, inside story he, he, um, no i just read the news the man said he wanted his company to be private and then he started doing all these crazy things to bring his stock value down he's not mm. an idiot damn easy he knows the company's values based on how he acts and if he wants to make it easier for him to buy this not crazy wow i never knew about that i didn't hear about that shit that's, I mean, that's big for him to say. You know what? Let me then drop my stock, my, you know, the my, my uh, stock shares down, you know, the price of them. I don't and know if that's the best strategy. I mean, even if he brings his stock price down significantly, he still doesn't have the cash to buy it. He has to get backers, and mm-hmm. his backers think that he's crazy. They're not going to give him money. They're going to give some hedge fund money to <laughs> buy to, it to out to from, buy him, from yeah. under him. So he might, you know act crazy all the way into a hostile takeover of his company and that's what i'm wondering may lead to it like would, like would a LBO. hostile takeover actually would actually happen and he may be like a um uh who's the dude of apple again why who am i think what's his name again what's his name what's his name what's his name what's his name steve um, jobs steve jobs he was ousted from apple yeah the same thing so i'm thinking that elon he's going to be the same thing as steve jobs elon musk is probably going to be the same thing yeah i mean think? this is I don't know if this is the best strategy from him. I do think that um, maybe some of the pressure of running, you know, a couple of very high profile companies is kind of getting to him. Or maybe he's just making bad decisions because he feels like he can. Yeah. Um, When we were talking about this earlier, I was like, you know, just because you can do things doesn't mean you should do those things. There you go. And just because you can, you know, smoke weed on, you know. You shouldn't do it. Joe Rogan show doesn't mean (laughs) that you should, especially if you. You can do it when you leave. Fuck. When you go in your car, fucking light up a blunt, call it a day. Yes. It's like, I think it's the spectacle of him doing it on TV that shocks people. Like, because with all these like tech CEOs and shit, like, do you really believe that these tech CEOs aren't smoking weed, doing all kinds doing of drugs everything. and shit like that? No, they're doing everything. But you just don't do it on camera. Yeah, like that's what they're asking you to do. Like, don't, don't have do receipts. it. Yeah, like don't do it on the Joe Rogan show. Like, <laughs> like do it don't, on your own time as long as you're getting us cash. Have you know? receipts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, that kind of was like we kind of this this podcast or you know this particular episode was more or less uh, the current events. I know we haven't. Um, we haven't been here for a little bit, so kind of just catching everybody up to the news that's been going on. Um, can we talk about a little ratchetness and some Cardi B and uh, and and Farrell? Because Farrell's actually the one who who informed us of this. So. <laughs> Farrell, can we talk about it a little bit? Do you know about it? Do you hear any uh, any details? Uh, so basically, so basically, so basically, <laughs> I love how he Nicki Minaj be out here talking shit under her breath and fucking oh. shit. And, and Cardi's from the fucking Bronx, so Keep here's that same energy. Bronx people. Bronx people don't have no fucking chill. Once they mad, they tight, they just gotta handle it. You can't chase them, you can't take them nowhere, you can't pull them away. They're gonna say, Oh, I'm good, I'm good, and then turn and cut you and run back to fight. Mm. That's the whole incident. Yeah. Nicki Minaj be out here trying to secretly ruin people's careers with her backhanded petty shit, telling people if you work with her, you can't work with me. Da, 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 da. Cardi B not feeling it. Mm. Cardi B a real chick, she gonna approach you one on one. 
where your hands at? Mm, I'm going to actually play this thing from um, Ryan Davis comedy really quickly because he said this shit. Hold on. Weird. This should be news. Um, you mean to tell me that the uh, stripper that speaks with broken English that turned into a gangster rapper got into a fight and everybody's like, damn, didn't see that coming. Didn't see it coming. The first thing most of us ever heard Cardi B say was she say she go do what the who. Let's find out and see. <laughs> that gives you the explanation right there like cardi b will come with you know take take off take off the eyelashes take out the take out the earrings all that what, what, what's good what's good she's not she's not she's not coming here to play with with nobody so apparently from what i also heard was that um Nicki minaj like um, i think pharaoh like she said said something about her kid too did you hear about that shit pharaoh Yeah, that was the whole beef. Yeah. That was the whole beef. Nicki Minaj be saying shit out her mouth mm. and thinking it's not going to get it around. Nicki Minaj from Queens. So, you know, Queens people talk. Mm. Strong people don't play that shit. You got words, let's handle it when I see you. Yeah. Keep that. You can't, you keep can't that wrangle them. You can't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And keep now, you know, you're talking about my kid. Oh, you know, Cardi And you already know that to know. Like, you don't talk. Well, that's one thing. You don't talk about nobody's kid. And the thing is, too, is that um, with Nicki Minaj, and I'm, you know, not like. Um, you know, an artist connoisseur, so to speak, in regards to their personal life and all that other stuff. But it's like Nikki apparently has been going on, like I, you know, hearing it on other podcasts and stuff like that. She's kind of going this word unhinged. Amorosa, I know you haven't trademarked this, and please don't or whatever. But it's right now, it's just on my mind. So, like, it seemed like um, Nikki Minaj has been unhinged for a little bit. Apparently, even in her rap, she's been saying that she's taking pills and doing drugs and all this other stuff. I just, you know, I just don't want those drugs to then affect her and then some shit happened where, you know, unfortunately it ends, you know, in a particular situation like Mac Miller, unfortunately did, you know? So it's, uh, but apparently um, on her, um, I think she has like a, a a beehive TV or some shit like that. She has some sort of she got like a radio program. a radio thing and and um I know on that they were saying that she was just kind of going all over the place, you know, just kind of being sporadic and and um and so forth. I mean, she's a very you know charismatic, very she you know she has that big character to her. Wait, right? who is going all over the place? Nicki Minaj. Apparently, she's been you know. In her raps uh, and her in her lyrics, talking about uh, you know drug use and all that other stuff. So apparently, people are thinking that she is you know taking drugs and, and so forth, and which is then causing her uh, sporadic uh, emotions and outbursts and things of that nature. Um, but she was attempting to be upset that Travis Scott apparently got the number one album you know a few weeks ago, and she got the number two, which is a great which is you know a great accolade to have i had the number two album she's had number one albums before and then you come up and then you have a number two album and now people are saying that she's being like a sore loser and so forth you know talking about how travis scott didn't earn it and he didn't deserve it. and he even said it himself they didn't deserve it and all this stuff and then you know fights are happening because you're it's like it's just a lot it it the elon musk like it just seems like a lot of this a lot of these emotions and a lot of these things like elon musk and all of and and Nicki minaj like a lot of these outbursts are, are you know are 
are it almost seems like for a reason and granted that reason will come up come to light soon but it's never a favorable or, or positive reason that this is happening so um we just don't want anything negative or bad to happen to nikki right um I mean, fuck nikki what? we don't want nothing bad to happen to cardi I mean, Who the fuck cares about no, but Nikki? nothing bad is gonna happen. Like Cardi is the most positive being. She she's like she she's like Lil Duval, smile bitch. Like Lil, Lil Duval out here living his best life. Cardi B is out here living her best life. Like you're not. Yo, Cardi you're not, B is my my favorite famous person. I like the last five years. And that's all the other famous, so personal. famous people annoy me. Yeah, she's like bubbly like her energy is like oh yeah, I want you to. I just want to see her win. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's the it's thing. It's very very rare. I'm like. Seen the artist and we're like, I don't even know. Like, I just want you to win, though. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, we, I think, and and that's what everybody. And I want to say that's your your uh, your accolades and your sentiment of 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 um, Cardi is the same thing. Through every, everybody just wants to see her win. I have no nothing bad to say about Cardi B. Even the people who attempt to uh, attack her, she's really just trying. She's literally trying to help women out here, young girls, not do the things that she did and so forth. Unfortunately, these little girls are most likely going to say oh you know and, and not listen to what she what she said and do and attempt to do what she did in regards to you know how she got to her fame what, you know not gonna pop that pussy up in church oh, goodness gracious <laughs> <laughs> let's be real she's a, she's a rapper that's what she does. <laughs> Oh, let's just, let's just be real. Okay, not in church. It's not gonna happen in church. I mean, that's what she told him to do. To pop that pussy up in church. I don't know. I, I miss. I miss the positive part. But I, There's positivity in it somewhere, shape, or form. There's positivity in it. There's positivity, but. That's what she said in the song. I say too much, but um. We're going to go ahead and just wrap this shit up, dude. This was a great time. <laughs> I want to end it on that laughing note. <laughs> and also because I really, I don't think, we have, I, yeah, I don't think that we have anything else to talk about, but because it was a lot. Um, so continue to, you know, watch out, see what's going on, y'all. Um, Pharaoh, do you have a, are you sending anybody to the grape fields or just like we're bringing it back, y'all? Are you giving anybody a gold star point today? I would like to send Cory Booker kind of to the great field because I don't think he was fighting the right point. Well, let's talk if about If anything, the biggest point about why we should not elect Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court is because we do not have definite proof that the person who nominated him is not a Russian fucking spy. Okay. Okay. I don't think I think that's the argument. How can you in good conscience vote for another Supreme Court for a man who may have Russian uh, who may have had, like help with the Russians oh, yeah. who's clearly not a friend of the uh, normal American foreign policy we followed? Mm. How can you when mm. all his actions benefit our our enemy? You're going to elect his choice of the Supreme Court? That's the argument that resonates with the American people right now. Not this release more emails bullshit. I don't know why everything with the Democrats or Republicans about someone's fucking emails, someone's fucking papers. Talk about the philosophical point of the time. So I'm just upset with Democrats for having a chance to have some fucking balls and then just not having any genitals or a pussy. They had nothing. Just that, like a Ken doll 
with a piece of plastic oh, between goodness their legs. Gracious. Goodness gracious. But so you don't think that what Corey did, Corey Booker did, was you know, a courageous, you know, thing that he did re- releasing these emails. As courageous as a fat man passing gas at the chili burgers. Goodness gracious. It was a waste of time. So you, but so I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to. What like, did I tell you when this first started? There's nothing the Democrats can do to stop this guy from being the nominee. Do you remember I told you that? Yeah. Podcast ago. Yeah. You. Would you? Well, we could fight. We could do this. <laughs> we could do that. We can't do shit. Liberal. Liberal dreams. Stop wasting my time. Liberal dreams. All right. Just vote for the guy. Stop rubbing it in my face. Damn. So there's no way that we can stop. Like even with all of this going coming out, him. Um. Uh, you know, him basically uh, was it not if there was perjury. a chance, it would have been Democrats making his whole nomination about the Russian investigation. About how can we even trust this guy, not knowing if the guy who nominated him is on our side? Mm. If Democrats had done that, even though it might be a little just decorum, that's the rest. That message would have, would have won them the fucking uh, uh, midterms. But I do get, but I do Corey still Booker, give. Cory Booker threatening to get thrown out of uh, Congress for releasing one email that's not going to change any votes? Get the fuck out of here. But other emails yeah. were also released, too, no? Right, Estat? Yes, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the overall tactic for them is to try to paint him as somebody who will overturn Rover's Wade. Because and also Mikowski not be and, trustworthy, um, not be trustworthy. Well, it's more along the lines of like Mikowski and um, Susan Collins are both pro-choice. Yeah, and if you can get them to flip, then you have a fifty-fifty split. And oh, the then court, we and know, then, yeah, we know what happens after. But that. you know, like um, you can at least kind of kind of pause it at that and maybe get somebody else to turn. But like you know, it, it, it's true that there's really not much they can do. They can do, especially since they have. You know John McCain's replacement already there. Yeah. Um. So it's true. just like you know they're trying to put up as much of a fight as they can because they know that. Well, like who's going to switch sides on the Republican side mm. that that this guy is a Russian spy? Yeah. Like none of them. Like they yeah. they're like please put the Russian spy in because they were overturned Wurfus Wade and get rid of the Affordable Care Act and you know pass tax cuts or some. Other this is shit. a lifetime. Like you can't impeach a, a sitting uh, Supreme Court. Appointment. Damn, dude. Fuck, we in some. There's nothing times. that can take a Supreme Court justice off the bench. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like in times like this, you almost feel defeated because you're just like fuck. Because the stuff that I mean, they, they have they have. Why the do op- you always take? I feel like you guys always take like three months to catch up to my level of sadness. <laughs> I think we're at the sadness, but then it just comes right back and it just hits you again. You're like, damn, dude. Cause I mean, again, we were, you know, we haven't been here in a little bit, you know, a few weeks and it's, you kind of forget about like the shit that like, you know, really once we come here and we kind of, you know, talk mm-hmm. about it. You're like, damn, dude, this is some really sad That's shit. reality. So hold on. Okay. So before we go, I know we said we were going to go, but I want to pick your guys brain a little bit. So, with with um with um all of the you know changes in regards to um you know the, those being elected right coming up um you know this november uh this election and then also the um you know the big um election that comes up in 2020 um do we have any hope can we have any hope that you know i mean that the Democrats, because it really, it really does seem like they're going to take um, uh, the majority, in both, I, in my opinion, both the House and the Senate. 
Good luck with the Senate. Um, the House, definitely. Yeah. Um, but that's what we want. We want the House, no? Well, we need the Senate. We need the Senate. So. Um, okay. Yeah, to stop any of these kind of court picks and things yeah. like that um, going through. But you don't think um, that we're going to be able to get the Senate through all of the change, like through all of the um, the poll numbers and so forth? Uh, you know, just, it's the president. You need yeah. like like Democrats need to hold Nobody every like the Democrats. <laughs> Democrats would need to hold every single seat that they have, including places like West Virginia, like Montana, like something else crazy like that. Mm. And then they have to win places like Texas, Arizona. Um, There's a close race in Nevada. Austin. Austin, yeah. no, it's a statewide. He has to beat Ted Cruz in and, Texas. But the dude, the dude um, in Texas, <laughs> not um, he's from. Um, I think he's from um, Austin. But the guy who's running against running against Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah, work. We yeah, it'll work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I get he's it. from it's, Austin, and I heard he's like really like on on Ted Cruz's ass. I mean, it's getting close, but you know, close ain't ain't gonna win it. You, you <laughs> got some months. Look, look, <laughs> close ain't gonna look win Hazel, it. let me tell you what's gonna happen in November. You're gonna have a lot of elections. Be close and no cigars. And honestly, I don't see things changing. Mm. I don't see the needle moving enough for any road change. Mm. But there's a lot. There are a lot of good changes happening. You have to agree. Yeah, I think we'll take the house. I I think the house is easy. I just don't think. I I think if we take the Senate. That would be, you know, that's like uh, uh, a miracle. Yeah. And that happening. I, it would be great if we could. I'm just saying that it is, it was a hard road before Trump got mm, there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would have been hard if, you know, everything swings our way. It's so hard just because we have so many seats up and they have so many. I always felt the Senate was easier. I, I just think the states that they're in. I think like in 2020, it'd be easy for us to take the Senate. I just yeah. don't think this year, just because where you have to win, you have to win Texas, you have to win Nevada and you have to win Arizona. Like those are the three yeah. places that, yeah. you know, like that you have to win. Like, and I just don't see, I don't see two of those places falling and you need two of them to fall in order for it to work. Okay. So maybe you get lucky in Texas, maybe you get lucky, but then you got to win Arizona or you got to win Nevada. And you know, those are, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, Essa, who are you sending to the Grape Fields and or giving I'm, a gold star point to? I'm sending the anonymous writer in the New York Times to okay. the to the Grape Fields. All right. Um, so this is my main my main beef with him is that that piece in the New York Times seems extremely self serving. Mm. Um, if this person had any real desire to help the American people, he would resign name himself and describe all the things that he's seen to a senate committee so you, you don't do, you don't believe that them staying in though this group of of uh i don't know if you want to call no it, because like, they're not they're not even doing anything good i mean yeah they stop him from doing his like worst impulses but like the reason that they're staying is not because they're doing this is because they want to pass tax cuts and they want to mm. um get senate like it's it's very like self-serving to be like Oh, I'm supporting all the bad stuff that this guy does, but I'm just stopping a couple of them. See, I'm the good guy. Mm. Like he's not really the good guy because, like, in all honesty, and you know, it could be she, you know, whoever. But um, if this person really wanted to help the republic, save the republic, save the American they people, would resign. what they would do is a, they would resign, or b, they would get together with a bunch of the other cabinet members and they would remove him from office. They yeah. have the ability to do that. They could put Mike Pence in there, and Mike Pence would do every single thing that they're asking for. 
Okay. Like, like, what is Mike Pence gonna do? What is yeah. he? Is he gonna uh, bring in single payer? Like, this is Mike Pence. Yeah. Like, so, like, I'm just saying, like, if this guy was really about what he was talking about, then those would be his two options. He yeah. would resign. He would name himself. He would say everything that's going on in there. He would expose it. Okay. Or he would remove this guy from office. But instead, what he did was he wrote in the New York Times that I am the good guy, yeah. and that when I leave office, please know that I'm part of this the quote-unquote resistance and take me back into proper society. Exactly. No, no. Wait, do we know who it was? <laughs> no. They don't, but we they don't want an investigation yeah. on him and, you and know. President... Yeah, I saw that. I saw the investigation part, but... Dotard wants to they, arrest him. I mean, everyone thought it was... Her. I thought it was yeah. Ben Seffers, I'm not gonna lie, but then, you know, nah, I, I don't know who. Yeah. I've yeah. heard uh, John. It's Kelly. definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely either a cabinet member or one of their cabinet member assistants. Yeah, it's then, someone who has rank. Yeah, something who has rank, and so, definitely, of course, somebody who's a, a conservative. They were saying, and um, somebody who, yeah, as you said, definitely somebody who has rank. I was just going to kind of say something like that, but um, because the the level of um, of knowledge that this person has um they have to be somebody who and so they were they were trying to speculate and say it was mike pence and then mike pence came out today and said i would take a lie detector test and i was crying when i heard that i was like please let it be mike pence please (laughs) you know a lie detector test even in court is is uh inadmissible so you can't you can't do that so you know but um that would be great if it was mike pence i really do i and to tell you the truth i really think that mike pence should really do something to you know sabotage the president and uh make himself the president i just think that he should do that granted we're still going from one bad person to the next but it's like can we i don't know i can't this trump is an existential threat to the republic that's what i'm saying mike like, pence I isn't can't. yeah i like, can't mike pence is gonna make the country worse like yeah. he's not gonna destroy the republic which is something that trump is fully capable of doing yeah and yeah i just think you know like fully capable yeah like i like think it's really it's scary that important like he's really as amorosa had and i'm going to use the word another time unhinged like he's just not he's not there and i just feel like it's really gonna be bad it's really gonna be bad but um i want to end on a good note i'm going to send not send but give ayana presley um a gold star point um she actually beat a 10-term incumbent uh for the uh, massachusetts district seven um and she could be uh and the reason why i'm giving her a gold star point because she could be the first african-american uh woman to serve as um the mass or with, or serve within the massachusetts house of representatives so that's just a great feat um i think i you know that's actually like a just a pretty big thing so yeah clap it up for her man amen amen so again this is the uh the get up podcast i thank you again for you know listening um s dot actually told us that he was able to uh you know uh form you know a a good little solid communication with somebody who you know definitely listens to the podcast a lot thank you so much i don't know your name but thank you very much for listening (laughs) definitely spread the word and uh we definitely can't wait to have you uh on the podcast and um Again, anybody else who you know wants to get on the podcast would be great. We uh, are going to come back with our more of our deep dives and our more you know you know uh, some more you know content of substance. Uh, today was kind of just coming back, and we haven't been here for a little bit and just doing current events. But we want to get back into the you know some substance, you know, giving this podcast a little bit more depth. So, um, as we always say, this is the Get a Podcast. Thank you for listening. Boom. Thank you, Sarah. It's a new day. Later.
the moon. 